you know that minute for minute, pound for pound, leveraging the wisdom in books is the number one activity that you can do to access the world's best minds. And that's what today's about is how you can do a better job of leveraging this wisdom to work for you. All right, this would probably be a pretty good place to inject the fact that I am aware that there are multiple you know, kinds of books. So with respect to nonfiction books, I wanted to take a moment now and share a handful of, of nuggets. How are you taking the information that's in these books, the information that you find valuable, and putting that to work in the world? So as we start to talk about the tactics of consuming work, it's obvious, right? We've got the old fashioned way. This is Darren Greatly from my dear friend, Brene Brown. You get to smell and touch the pages, turn them over, dog ear them. There's all kinds of great stuff about a physical book. This is not new information. For so many people, that's great. I like doing that sometimes, but by far and away, my biggest hack, listening to someone read their audiobook. I can actually listen to at 1.5 and consume a book in 50% faster than I would otherwise be able to take in an audiobook. I can also skip around. I can also have some favorites and, and bookmark them and go back to them. There's all kinds of benefits here. I'm not here to prescribe something that works for you, but I'm here to remind you that there are different ways to consume it. Many of us are differently abled, right? You may have dyslexia, so reading on a computer screen might be the worst for you. And like in trots, the idea of an audiobook. It's a fantastic way to get the benefits of reading without having to put yourself to the torture of trying to make sense of the words on a page. If you're telling yourself a story about, I'd like to read more, but X, Y, Z excuse, I'm using this example to let you know that there's all kinds of ways to get the information out of the brains of the smartest people in the world and into yours. So don't fall for your own excuses. Hey Chase, I can't see you sitting down to read for two hours. How do you consume books? Let me tell you, I rarely sit down and read for two hours. Even an hour is the max for me. And yet I still probably read between 30 and 50 books per year. So the question is, when do you find this time? I spend a little bit of time almost every morning and almost every evening consuming information from the books that I read. I also, confession, rarely sit down and read a book from cover to cover. That is often how they are designed, especially in this nonfiction genre, to be read. But look, with the technology that we have and with so many books and so many great ideas out there, I am unwilling if I lose interest in a particular book to continue reading it. And you know what? That's okay. Who said, where is your mom coming to tell you that you have to read a book cover to cover? What is the point of reading if you're not getting value from the material? This idea that you have to keep track of all, all the pages and keep track of all of the information that you've read, read things that are not of interest to you. Imagine if you read things that were meaningful to you and at, at, as you were reading, if you are not entertained, impacted, interested, intrigued, such that you want to go back to that book over and over, consider changing material. The key thing to remember here is that Books should provide value to you. And if you are not getting the value, then it's okay to put them down. I wanted to take a moment now and talk about great ways of retaining that information. What are some of these methods? Having posed this question to a number of guests on my podcast, I've been able to narrow the responses down into sort of three big buckets. Bucket number one, people love physical books. They love to turn pages. 
dog ear them, highlight them, underline them or whatever, and then they use the actual book to go back and flip through that to find the information. No surprise there, very common. I would say that was the most common answer, especially among people who loved to touch physical books. Now, by extension, we also have the ability to do that digitally. If you are, say, on an iPad with the Kindle app or on a Kindle, you have the ability to highlight aspects of the book and then refer back to them. You can even just go to the highlighted sections and scroll through that. But I wanna share two other ways for retaining information. One of these ways is by writing it down, by taking actual notes. Now, as someone who hosts a podcast and the podcast guests that I have on have often written books, and that might be one of the main topics that we're going to speak about uh, while they're on the show, I take the time to read the book and translate ideas that I found powerful in the book into a separate set of notes. Now, you might be saying, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much work. Well, the reality is I cannot possibly read every book of every guest cover to cover. So, see earlier point, gasp. Sometimes I read two or four chapters that are very important to me. I read the intro, I read the end, and I'm able to make enough notes that if I did nothing else with that book, I still got so much value. I have got more than the value that I expected out of that book, whether it was $10 on Kindle 20 or a $35 hardback. So when I think about the exchange of value, boy, that paid for itself in spades. The thing that I think is interesting to focus on is in preparing for these guests, say, I take notes, ideas, and I write questions around things that are either unclear or that I would like to understand at a deeper level. But what if you just wrote down the big ideas that you got from the chapters that really, really moved you? And what if you limited yourself to one page of notes or one frame on your laptop in Evernote or in Apple Notes? What if you limited yourself to that? Could you put the most important, valuable, and interesting ideas to you from that book in that space? I bet you could. And I find that that works so well for me. And then I actually can, here's the kicker, search that information. That is an under-celebrated aspect of making notes digital. Your ability to quickly search them. If I've taken notes on mindset, say I can type in mindset in Evernote and find out all the notes that I have where the word mindset comes in and then I can easily scroll through them. The point is that taking digital notes for me makes them ready accessible and I find myself going back and referring to them often. Now the last idea about retention admittedly is a little bit of a hack, but it's something that I have come to love. Once you have an idea that you have gleaned from a book that you love, you ought to do your best to make this a habit. What is a period of time that you can carve out? Maybe it's in the middle of the day at your lunch hour. I'm not here to dictate when that is, but what can you do to make reading a habit? And just for a moment here, for the next month, what are a handful of habits that you can do to surround yourself with books, books that make you come alive, that inspire you, that motivate you? And to be fair, you're gonna read some stinkers. You're gonna get 15 pages in, you can kick those books to the side because they, they're not for you. You have every right to decide what works and what doesn't for whatever reason. That, my friends, is one of the keys of the smartest people that I have been around. 
All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show and or Chase Jarvis, Creative Live, any of that stuff on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. I want to take a second to say thank you. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing the show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <laughs>